Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into One Hit Wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Pasta Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. This was your pick. This uh, is my pick, 100%. We're talking about the regular show. Uh, here's one of the most contested things. What episode this is? Because a Google search says that it's season four, episode nine. HBO Max says it's season four, episode 10. And then Wikipedia says it's season four, episodes 11 and 12. Guess what? Whatever it is. I don't know. It's called the, <laughs> it's called the Christmas special. I have never seen a single episode of the regular show until now. The most I know about it was that there was a two-second clip of it in a documentary that I own about VHS collectors. Um, Context? I guess that there was I guess that there was like an episode where they were trying to find the most rare VHS tape of all time and that they used sense. it as context where they're like they were talking about like how VHS is like making a comeback in pop culture and they like did like a montage of things referencing collecting VHS tapes and regular show was in there. Um, I did write down that the opening of this feels like the perfect follow-up to Detective Crashmore. Yeah, it does. Was Santa flying in on what seems to be a hoverboard from Back to the Future 2 and fighting an elf until he gets shot in the chest and drops to to Earth. But tell me about the regular show. Because right, I so, did like the most rudimentary research. I know they're groundskeepers. That's about it. Yeah. The regular show is a show uh, created by J.G. Quintel, um, who also, what is that show? It came out on HBO Max. It was really fucking good, but it got canceled, of course, because everything does. Um, but J.G. Quintel put together this show that's about uh, two animals, Mordecai and Rigby, uh, Blue Jay, and uh, I 
think he's a squirrel or something like that. I don't know. Um, but I got roped into this show through a group called Odd Future. Um, Odd I'm, Future. I'm aware of Odd Future. Yes. yes. Odd Future was the rap collective uh, of Tyler, the creator, and all of his friends out in California. Um, and I, the show was called Close Enough, by the way. Close Enough. Yes. Close Enough was incredible. I think you you would be more of a fan of Close Enough. Okay. Honestly, give it a shot. Um, real quick, I think there's only two seasons, ten episodes per, and they're like 20 minutes. Love it. Um, the regular show is, again, I got roped in through Odd Future because I found out that Tyler, the Creator, and Childish Gambino were both going to do guest spots on the regular show. So I'm like, cool, I'm going to watch that episode. And when I watched it, I was absolutely blown away with just the the it was like dumb smart is what the humor was it there was just dumb things happening but all it reminded me of was me and my friends hanging out in high school doing dumb shit but not like bad dumb shit dumb shit dumb shit if that makes sense no totally like we're not getting in trouble but we are acting really stupid with what we're doing Along with these two, they work as uh, Park's groundskeepers. You've got Pops, who's the old man that looks like a lollipop uh, with the mustache. You've got Skips, who is the big white Yeti ape-looking guy. Uh, Muscle Man is the green guy with uh, the, uh, the man boobs, yeah. for lack of a better, better way to describe it. Um, and you've also got Benson, who is a candy machine, but if I remember correctly, and I haven't seen all of these from the beginning, uh, regular show is very much a show that I would watch random episodes of. I think they, they're just here. Like, I mean, there's not like a origin or there might be at some point, but I don't know it. Oh, and I also forgot you have high five ghost that hangs out with muscle man. And they just have random shenanigans that they run into. It's not like there's an ongoing storyline at all. It's it's very episodic, uh, procedural. Everything so, is its own little thing. So I'm assuming, though, they yeah. go to like a rival park in the middle of this episode. I'm assuming yes. that's like the other like fairly reoccurring characters. Yeah, like they'll pop up. Um, a lot of people outside of this park do not like the people inside of this park. Okay. Um, for obvious reasons. Like, they're always getting into shit. Mordecai and Rigby. Uh, the others kind of stay out of trouble. Um, you also have Margaret, who is uh, a red bird that Mordecai really has a crush on. She, he's I was talking gonna, to her on the phone. I was going to assume that when I heard her name get referenced, uh, that yeah. there was some type of love interest. Um, I would honestly say that when we f- when we finished the Invader Zim episode, I said, hey, watch this episode. Check out this show from the beginning. Mm-hmm. However, I had very little faith in you liking Invader Zim. Well, I haven't started it yet, yeah. but I am still planning to dive into Invader Zim because it's only like 20-something episodes. Yeah. That's what's scary about re- the regular show is that I'm yeah, currently on the Wikipedia long. page. And it is promising me 261 episodes, which, <laughs> I mean, I realize they're 10-minute episodes mostly, yeah. but, but goddamn. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, 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 you're right in your fear. That being said, 
I have more faith in you liking this show from the beginning. Which is interesting because I didn't dislike this watch. Yeah. But, like, Invader Zim had one or two moments where I, I did laugh or chuckle. This, I just kind of watched it and kept going, oh, that's kind of smart. Oh, that's it. Like, like it was like, yeah. I was watching it from like a more observational way. It's a different show. I don't think it was the easier to follow. Show... It was a hell of a lot easier to yeah. follow than the Invader Zim episode. I don't think the sure. regular show really had those laugh out loud moments where, where like I would kind of lose it. It was just a fun ride. And yeah. these characters genuinely care for one another. Yeah. I just um, like the look of Mordecai for some reason. That blue J yeah. is very, very easy to like. There um, is a short film that JG did that actually got him this show that I'll send you after this. It's about cool. uh, two guys working at a convenience store and they end up, I believe they end up taking LSD. And so, uh, and they're just trying to make it so, through the night. Let me ask you a question because this is the other thing I yeah. was debating. Because this came out at that prime time where it's like, is this an adult cartoon or is this a cartoon for kids that adults really yeah. latched on to? And this I'm guessing this time. is more. Yeah. So this is like same as Adventure Time where yeah. it's its audience was originally children. Yes. But like it has a much stronger adult fan base uh, yeah. than anything. Got I think because it touched on a lot of. Like nostalgia. So, I mean, I said that there's an episode about Veach. This whole a episode's of... a Goonies reference. Like yeah. half, like yep. the whole second half is Goonies. And this show, much like Adventure Time, touched on real world life issues, uh, dealing with like uh, sexuality and 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 stuff like that. Like it touched on in the in though it's wrapped around in this goofiness um, aesthetic. It did touch on some real shit. That being said, that's not this episode. No. Um, no, this has Rudolph shooting lasers out of his nose in the first 30 yes. seconds. Like, there are some bits that I fucking laughed out loud at, but I'm like, Matt's not going to get this. There was two lines that got a big laugh out of me. Okay. Actually, now that I think about it, I'm looking at my notes. Um, but they're later on in the episode. Let's let's okay. try to hit the beats of the episode. We'll start. Okay. There. Yes. 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 So so Santa Claus, there's an there seems to be some type of elf creature stealing Santa's sleigh with a box. Okay. Uh, and then Santa comes out of nowhere, says that you can't deliver that box. He steals the box. He gets shot. He falls to earth. We jump cut to a Christmas party. We're rocking around the Christmas tree. Is playing at full blast. This is yeah. where I meet all of these characters for the first time. Yes. Um, we meet their boss, Benson. He's being made fun of for his shitty sweater. Uh, he says something along the lines of, I like to get loose around the holidays. Um, <laughs> and then I did write this note down that I think you and I need to learn and perfect the Christmas rap song with all of the hand movements for if we ever do a live show one oh, day. Yeah. Uh, but then they are asked to go to the store. They so before, find, before that happens, yeah. the one line that cracks me up is uh so you've got muscle man who is this green guy and his running bit is you know who else does that my mom and like it's so fucking stupid but it cracked me up this episode when he's like you know who else makes good cookies Mm, mr darling's bakery down the street i so i was gonna ask about that because i'm like i don't know what the my part is supposed because it said in the credits my dash eichel's yeah, and I was like, I was like, wait, 
what would the conclusion of that be? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I the, guess that the bit is it. always like the my mom thing, and it's not supposed to be funny. It's more like this character sucks. Like yeah. they make fun of this character. Like it's 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 supposed to be bad and stupid. Gotcha. But that got a chuckle out of me. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. Ninety-one Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Um, but yes, they're asked to go to the store. Go ahead, continue. They go to the store. And that's where they find Santa. He gives them the gift and explains that the gift was created with dark magic to give the opener of the box whatever their heart's desire is. But in classic like Lord of the Rings type scenario, it turns so everybody. Hold on. Santa Claus voiced by Ed Asner. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's Ed Asner. <laughs> like Santa Claus voiced by Ed Asner. And that's the the. Was the other park like ranger voiced show? by Red Foreman, by the way? Because it sounded like it could have been. Um, I don't know. It would be like Kirkwood Smith or whatever. But Yeah, Kurtwood Smith played yeah. Gene. Yep, that's that's Red Foreman from that 70s show. I know that <laughs> voice. Um, but they, they bump into Santa. He explains everything. And to prove that he's truly Santa, he repeats some lines from their previous Christmas lists where they constantly ask for an invisibility cloak. But my favorite one was Santa, dude, don't be a jerk. (laughs) 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 And that's what I mean, man. It's like the, that's the little stuff that gets chuckles out of me in this show. Um, But the show, like the episode moves like, like I, I think my note was, I really love how quickly this is moving, but I still don't know if I'm fully won over just yet. We get to we get to the other park. I think I like the second half where they're at the other park a lot more than the the ride it took to get there. Yeah. Um so they get captured by was essentially like a park SWAT team yeah. for fucking with the snowman nose. So they they have to throw the package into molten lava. The Yeti seems to know everything. He looks at the package he's like this is dark and magic. And that's that's been that is Skips's role. Like he okay. is always the voice of reason. He always 
he's the wise he's immortal so he's been around forever um and he is the wise old man not old the wise man that kind of guides our group Gops is the old lunatic but we love him because he talks like this yeah like pops rules i like Uh, pops a lot yes pops is us the way Pops acts about Christmas is us. When the episode I was talking about that Tyler, the creator, and Childish Gambino are part of, they're part of a rap group, and they end up battle rapping our main characters, and Pops is the one that battle raps back, but he raps it as, like, Shakespeare sonnets. Like, oh. he, he, he raps in poetry. Oh, I um, love it. Yes, so Pops is the fucking best. And then you got Benson, who is kind of the the boss of the, the park, uh, trying to keep everything in order. And then Mordecai and Rigby are the uh, chuckleheads. So. so so here's where Matt Kelly, the writer, fucks up something. Yeah. So they, they go to this, they, they have to go into a mine shaft that's filled with booby traps. Yeah. In order to get to the molten lava. And the first booby trap is one of those, like, you have to step on a very specific pattern. Dude, that uh, shit made me laugh so hard again. The muscle well, so, man stuff. <laughs> so for me, I looked at it and the writer in me was just like, oh, they got to do the, the Christmas dance from the beginning of this. And that's like the movements of that will get them through. No. <laughs> no. I was under the impression that, that we were going to have a callback earlier. Yeah, I was under the impression uh, that things came full circle in this type no. of show. But and sometimes, no. sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. Uh, I don't think that this this is the case. Although I did like the moment when we're all supposed to be impressed with Muscle Man, and then like everybody gets to the other side, and then he just turns around and all the fucking spikes just <laughs> fucking <laughs> boom, and he's like, "I just almost died." Yeah. Yeah. Then they have to play a pinball machine to get across a, a cavern. That only Benson like can play. He's only old he's the only one old enough. He's the only one old enough. So this was one of the two lines that made me laugh out loud. They get to this circle and they're like, What does it say? And Skip just says, Wrestle the bear, don't lose. Like all the other ones have been like these long cryptic riddles. And once again, as I was just saying about Pops, Pops comes out, yeah. Pops is the one that wrestles the bear and that's that's pop's role like he always is able to do the thing you would picture any other character being able to do um i like when he beats the bear and the bear what does the bear say did you write this down i didn't write down the exact quote but i know his stomach opens up (laughs) yeah the bear just goes you have passed the test <laughs> like yeah. after be after losing. It's so fucking good. His man. stomach opens up for yet another slide that they yep. have to ride, and then they're at the lava pit. But the evil elf is there. Um, Santa reveals himself uh, that he's been hiding under an invisibility uh, cloak. Cloak. He's still on his hoverboard. He has his six pack abs. He wasn't shot because he was wearing a bulletproof vest, um, and. Package gets thrown towards the molten lava because uh, Mordecai tackles the elf in there. Uh, Rigby jumps in to save him from behind. An amazing use of Trans-Siberian Orchestra throughout oh, the entirety so of this scene. Oh, it's so fucking good. Um, and then, basically, they use the box for Mordecai to get his heart's desire, which is a double hoverboard for him and Rigby to fly back up to safety yeah. while the box and the elf are destroyed. Can we say how, like, the all-star, like, guests 
voice cast. This yeah. is like Ed Asner. Uh, do you know who was the voice of Quilgan, the no. elf? Thomas Hayden Church. Jesus Christ. I did yeah, not piece dude. that together. Okay, that's pretty impressive. It's um, so fucking good. But then the other line that got a laugh out of me is they go back yeah. to the house and uh, Benson says, Santa, you're like the authority of Christmas. So tell me your honest thoughts. What about this sweater? And Santa just goes, Benson, <laughs> you should have tossed it in the lava. <laughs> <laughs> And then they find a package under the tree. Santa says, sometimes you got to bend the rules. And they finally get their long-dreamed invisibility cloak. Yep. I love the the Bensons like, all right, time to clean this up. But I'm going to help you. It's Christmas. <laughs> and they, they throw on their invisibility cloak. Benson comes back out. Is like, where the, where the fuck did you guys go? Um, and then they get to play video games and enjoy Christmas. Uh, the, the perfect... Uh, caps encapsulation of what Christmas is all about. Video games for weeks on end. I was gonna say there's That's nothing that says this is Dylan's type of show quite like it ending with people playing video games on Christmas. I know, I love it, dude. I I do want you to give this show more of a chance. All right, semi semi. I I think I promised to do this for you and I uh, failed to, which was send you like. Here's some bluey episodes to watch instead of binging yeah. the whole thing. Get me like your top five regular uh, show episodes. Regular show episodes that I should check out. You got and it. And I'll and I'll check it out and report back. Sounds good, man. Um, also, justice for close enough. Not enough shows uh, got to see their way through the end. Um, and I bring that up because as I was uh, flipping through Netflix. Glow is still on Netflix's top shows. Um, so I re like I, I let the trailer roll through because goddamn do we love that show. And um, it just pissed me off all over again that we yeah. will never see an end to that. Um, yeah, man. I don't know, dude. Well, well, I don't know. I'll tell you one thing there's nothing regular about our show, Dylan. There is nothing regular about our show. Merry Christmas! Whoa, oh, 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 Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. 
So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.